0: Job about Mission Street. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from Thursday, the 1st of July. Every week, we will share the stuff happening in Sockhart to keep you updated on the most important stuff. This week, we'll start with our show on updates of the Nino Tzminda boarding school case. As you might remember from previous weeks, 16 minors have been moved to foster care from the patriarchate's boarding school amidst allegations of violence. Archbishop Jacob of Bodbe has been assigned as the new director of the school. On Monday, the 28th of June, Ombudswoman Nino Lomjadia visited the boarding school with Public Defenders staff members who work in the field of children's rights and child psychologists. They were there for the first time since 2018. Former director of the boarding school, Archbishop Spiridon, closed the school to any Public Defenders representative, stating that the Ombudswoman and her employees are engaging in anti-Christian activities and supported the LGBT community. After the visit, Lomjadia stated that it is important for the remaining 15 children at the school to also be sent to alternative care, end quote. In the beginning of June, Lomjadia said that three cases of alleged violence and one case of alleged rape in Nino to boarding school were under investigation. Now some COVID-19 updates. First, Georgia will receive one million doses of Sinopharm and Sinovac COVID-19 vaccines by the end of the week, According to the Georgian Health Minister Ekaterina Tikaradze, the Pfizer vaccine will soon be imported in the country, but she did not provide an exact date. According to the head of Georgia's National Center for Disease Control, Amiran Gamkhelidze, children 16 and 17 years of age may receive Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine this fall. Starting from the night of the 30th of June, curfew regulations have been lifted in Georgia. The regulations have been in force for seven months. Also starting today on the 1st of July, Georgian citizens who have proof of vaccination or a certificate proving they have received they have recovered from COVID-19 will be able to enter Austria for tourist purposes. But at the same time, Georgia is now among the 27 countries from which traveling to Belgium is banned due to concerns about the Delta variant of the coronavirus. People who have spent time in Georgia during the last 14 days are banned from traveling to Belgium either directly or indirectly unless they are Belgian nationals or residents. Now some Pride news. The Georgian Patriarchate has called on diplomats and members of parliament to refrain from supporting and encouraging Tbilisi Pride. In the statement, Patriarchate said that the organizers of Pride propagandize non-traditional lifestyles. Mm -hmm. On Wednesday, the 30th of June, UN and EU delegation embassies released a joint statement. They expressed their solidarity with the LGBTQ community and urged Georgian authorities to secure the right to peaceful assembly for all people to enable these events to take place without participants having to fear hatred or violence. As we said during last week's show, the Tbilisi Pride is taking place during the 1st through the 5th of July and will consist of various events and activities such as Pride Week movie screenings, an outdoor concert, and March for Dignity. On Wednesday the 30th of June, the head of Georgia's Central Election Commission Tamar resigned. In her Facebook post, Shvanya stated that the new head of the commission should be elected in line with the EU-mediated agreement. Under the election legislation, President Salome Zurabashvili has two days to announce the call for a new candidate. The nominee must be nominated by two-thirds votes in the parliament to serve a five-year term we should mention that Georgian opposition parties have accused Zvanya of fabricating results in the 2020 parliamentary election. You may already know the EU-mediated agreement was signed by Otsneba and opposition parties after six months of political deadlock following the 2020 parliamentary election. On the 30th of June, two Georgian parliamentary factions, Lelo Partnership for Georgia and Charles Michel's Reforms Group, signed a memorandum which aims to push Georgia's and Ukraine's NATO membership, Memorandum initiates the creation of an international parliamentary platform which will support the two countries' integration into the alliance. The factions plan to actively communicate with partner states, international organizations, and Ukrainian members of parliament to jointly draft an action plan. This Wednesday, the 30th, NATO Secretary General, Special Representative for the Caucasus and Central Asia, James Apturai, arrived in Georgia. In his exclusive interview with the Georgian public broadcaster, Apturay stated, one of the issues that will be discussed during his stay is how to deepen cooperation with Georgia related to Black Sea security, considering the drama with the British ship recently. Starting from the 1st of July, Georgia became the chair of the Black Sea Economic Cooperation Council, BSEC. During the first meeting as chair, Georgian Foreign Minister David Zalikiani stressed the need for more security in the region as a prerequisite of economic stability and development. Black Sea Economic Cooperation is a regional international organization focusing on multilateral political and economic initiatives aimed at strengthening cooperation in the Black Sea region. 27th of June marked seven years since Georgia signed the association agreement with the European Union. Georgia began negotiating with the EU on its AA deal in 2010, and in 2014, Prime Minister Irakli Khadabashvili signed the 1,135-page association agreement document on behalf of Georgia. On Wednesday, the 30th of June, the McDonald's group in Georgia opened its first bread factory, Breadfield, in Tbilisi. It'll supply buns to 18 McDonald's restaurants in Georgia, Armenia, and Azerbaijan. Starting 2022, it will export its produce to other countries. In total, 26 million Ladi was invested in the project. Currently, the factory employs 30 people. will eventually employ 100. Last week, a group of international experts arrived in Georgia to launch their examination of the frescoes and roofing of the Gelati Monastery Complex, a UNESCO World Heritage Site. On Monday, the 28th of June, a group of professionals made their preliminary comments at the press conference and noted that the complex is in very bad condition, partly caused by infiltration of rainwater into the monument. This week, Jam News has published a really interesting article on the Georgian Ossetian village of Velebi by Gvantsa Doluashvili. According to local residents, the village was completely different before the 90s. Many families lived in Velebi, and most of them were mixed Georgian Ossetian. Now, locals live off agriculture. On rainy days, the villagers hope that they'll have enough water for irrigation. If you'd like to know more about the village of Velebi, its local community, as well as about the Georgian Ossetian conflict, we've got a link to the article in the podcast notes. Is traveling to Batumi in your summer plans? And you don't want to miss the Gastronomy Feast. The Receptor Food Festival began on the 1st of July, which will last for two months until the 31st of August. The festival takes place on the old boulevard. Guests will have an opportunity to find great food, a lot of entertainment, music, green spaces, and best of all, hammocks, among other fun activities. Still planning a summer abroad? Well, Wizz Air will resume flights to six new destinations from Kutaisi Airport starting today, the 1st of July. For those who love the sea, new destinations are Athens and Thessaloniki, you want to explore new cities, flights to intriguing places like Memmingen, right in the middle of Bavaria, Milan, Prague, and Warsaw have resumed from Kutaisi. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. We want to know what you love and what you don't love about Sockard Vela, what drives you crazy about it, other soccardvella related stuff you'd like us to know about, or even what you'd like us to announce. You can write us a review in your preferred podcast platform or send us an email at podcast at rorschach.com. Nós vamos!